In today's podcast, I'll be speaking with Claire Sawyer, who's head of marketing at Book Assist. And most of this is around the relatively new concepts of distribution that OTAs are beginning to use, which could undermine the rate in hotels, could challenge hotels on control of their rate again. An old story, which has come back again post-pandemic in a number of different guises. What I'd like to do is to just start on what has triggered this kind of thinking for us in Book Assist was the, the launch and then the backtracking of TripAdvisor Plus recently where they backtracked on their subscription model, which was a very interesting move, obviously, from pressure from the industry. So, Claire, I wonder if you could take us through what happened with TripAdvisor Plus, what was the model when it launched, and why did they subsequently want to backtrack on it? Okay, Des. Well, TripAdvisor Plus was launched back in the States back in June, and originally it was received like really, really well. It allowed subscribers who paid, say, $99 to get access to discounted rates and perks at hotels. And it was kind of a a win-win, really, in that users who subscribed to this kind of had instant gratification in that they got those instant discounts immediately. So it was a kind of a no-brainer for users. And then on the hotel front, because they they were not paying any commission, all they had to do was to provide a discount and perks for the subscribers. So it all looked like really, really good for, for both sides. However, there was kickback from the hotel chains, and that's because TripAdvisor needed To get the volume of hotels necessary, they needed the hotel chains to play ball. And the hotel chains were kicking back because it was seen that in order to entice people to sign up to the programme, that TripAdvisor were kind of openly displaying these discounted room rates that were lower than the public available ones on the hotel's website. So naturally enough, the hotel chains kicked back and TripAdvisor have been forced into a position to reverse their model as such. And now it's actually evolved into a cashback benefit for subscribers. So that instant gratification has been replaced by delayed gratification in that they get the cashback once they check in. Interestingly, Des, I think on the day of that announcement, there was $374 million dropped off the share price with TripAdvisor Plus. But this was mostly about the the visuals for hotels, right? It was like an image problem where their rate was being seen effectively a dumped rate compared to what they were trying to sell themselves online or otherwise. Absolutely. That's exactly it. And that's why TripAdvisor Plus had to backtrack there. Yeah. And I mean, this was a very, obviously TripAdvisor was huge. So this was a very public platform for reach, but it's not a new phenomenon, right? I mean, hotels have long struggled with OTAs using the rates that they have in a discounted way on less obvious channels or on hidden channels or otherwise, where sometimes even hotels don't even know where those rates are being advertised, but they are being undercut. So it's not a new distribution model, but there are new distribution models coming, right? I mean, there are new distributions happening from apps, banks, etc. Yeah, there's a lot of new players kind of coming into the game and they are a big cause for concern. So everyone knows Revolut. It's a very, very popular banking app. You also have N26 and and a load of other ones in in different markets across Europe. And they're all kind of getting into this game. So, for example, Revolut has 10 million plus subscribers, okay? And they are offering instant cash back of between 7.5% and 10% for hotel stays via hotels.com. So that is a big threat to direct business because it's adding an additional discount really for anyone who books through their Revolut card. N26, as I say, is another global banking app and they partner with Booking.com. And if you happen to be a member of the Booking Genius program, you're getting your Booking Genius discount in addition to the N26 discount. So that's a significant saving. And there's a real incentive for people to book indirect as opposed to direct. 
So clear, I can see the incentive is clear, right? And the reach is clear as well. But is this something that hotels are actually signing up to or is it happening without hotels necessarily knowing or without their permission? As far as we're aware, it's happening. I think it's happening across the board without their permission. I mean, they sign up to, to Booking.com or they sign up to Expedia and this is just part of the game as such. So it's another way that those channels are redistributing uh, the stock they have. But because hotels have signed up to the program, they basically implicitly are allowing Expedia or Booking.com to redistribute those rooms in many different ways that the hotel may not be aware of. That is exactly it. And the danger is that in a lot of those cases, I mean, what they're doing is they're, they're probably attracting domestic guests that the hotel should be able to get themselves. So a guest that would normally have looked at the hotel website and booked anyway is just seeing this deal in their Revolut or N26 app and, and they go there instead. So and it's just so super easy for them to yeah. do that it's just, it, it's ease of use, that's it. I mean, it's basically lost business in many cases then. Hotels are paying higher commission for that win, a win that they probably would have had anyway. Exactly. That's exactly it. That said... But these redistributed rates are a real, real positive for the consumer, right? So looking from the consumer's perspective, uh, the key is not to try to stop that redistribution or cut it out completely. The key really is to make sure that the value that you're offering on your website, both rate and advantages to the direct booker, significantly outweigh those redistributed rates that you're seeing on ExpediaBooking.com, Revolut, N26, Tesco, whatever, right? So the key is, is, is to make sure that you actually improve that direct offering. Well, Des, I think interestingly, yes, for users, it is a great deal. And the problem, I think, from what I can see, is that hotels are really not quite aware of the total value that the user is getting if they're booking through these channels, right? They just kind of look at rate parity, but rate parity is not enough anymore. They need to consider the total value a booker is going to get if they book in direct. And that means going back through the value chain and adding up all the various different discounts and incentives that that person is being offered if they book elsewhere. So I believe that it all comes down to the power of your direct booking benefits. You need to account for all the value that the, that booker could get if they book indirect. So hotels are looking in one sense that as a result of the pandemic, we know that there's increased volume of traffic to the hotel website as users are looking for more reassurance before they book their hotel. Perfect opportunity for hotels to promote their direct booking benefits. But we often, we too often, should I say, see fluffy direct booking benefits that really are no incentive. When the booker is looking at and comparing, will I book indirect or will I book direct, that it is obvious to them that they should not book direct because those direct booking benefits are not strong enough. And that's where hotels really, really need to kind of up their game. So this is a combination then of firstly identifying very, very clearly what your direct booking benefits are. And things like location and Wi-Fi are not those because they're benefits for all guests. So firstly, identifying what those are, but making sure that you're trumpeting those on your website when a, when a guest is actually looking for information, right? So you make it very clear, you should not have to go anywhere else to book. You're not just getting the best rate here, but you're also getting all of the specific advantages that direct bookers get that indirect bookers will not get. And, and that's it. It needs to be incentives that direct bookers alone will get because offering free car parking and free Wi-Fi these benefits are not strong enough. And I think hotels really need to understand the cost of distribution. They need to understand the value that bookers are getting because only then when they understand it properly, can they offer the proper, the adequate direct booking benefits. So I guess then just to summarize, TripAdvisor Plus uh, certainly brought it to the fore. But what we have been seeing post-pandemic are new approaches to redistribution, whether it's through apps, through banking, through any sort of social channels 
where hotels may not even be aware of their rate. It brings to the fore again the idea that hotels may again be losing control of rate, even though rate parity itself has largely dissipated as a major issue. But rate control now comes back to the fore. And really, the best way to counter that is to ensure that your direct offering is as clear and explicit as possible in terms of the benefits to a consumer. Without a doubt, that is that is the that is the core message here. But there's also another very important point, Des, and that is investing in your direct channel. So if you look at what OTAs spend as a percentage of their revenue on marketing, okay, on advertising, in 2019, Expedia spent 41% and Booking spent 35% on direct marketing expenses as a percentage of their overall revenue. I mean, what do we see with our hotels, Des, as a percentage of revenue? It's certainly nothing like that. In fact, they, they're probably underspending. Yeah, I would I would imagine significant underspend on marketing. Marketing is still viewed as an expense rather than an opportunity. And I know that we've looked very carefully at, and we've written many articles and case studies about showing hotels that really it may initially look like a cost. But as you invest in this area and as you drive the KPIs towards efficient direct booking, then the fact that you are improving the margin per booking means that that investment in marketing has worked. And if you continue that process and bootstrap that process, then your marketing becomes more efficient and your margin becomes better as a result. And I think the figures you've just quoted for ExpedientBooking.com, who are experts, obviously, in marketing, have proven that point that efficient, careful, well-planned strategic marketing can generate significant return in revenue. And therefore, it more than justifies itself as an investment and should not be viewed merely as an expense that has to happen in order to keep the business moving. Absolutely. That's the bottom line. Okay. Thanks, Claire. It's a complex area that we'll keep watching. We have looked here today at TripAdvisor Plus. We've looked at some of the app-related distribution like Revolut and N26, and we've talked about direct booking benefits that are really necessary for hotels to start pushing. So I'm sure we'll return to this topic again and we certainly have plenty of information on our blogs as well on the website about this as well. So thanks for your time on this, Claire. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Des.